How's it going, Odd People? You are listening to the Odd People Podcast, and I am your host, Matt the Cat. Today is episode number 17, and another edition in the Odd Tales series. On this episode, I'm going to be asking musicians to tell us about a bad experience they had and what they learned from it. So first up on the show today is John Steele of High and Heavy. You may remember them from episode number 16. And secondly, on the show is Lenny Machado of Elm Street Studios and the Varsity Club. He was on episode number 10, which was a very successful episode. He was a a really great guest, and uh, we had a a couple of good laughs on this one as well. So, I hope you enjoy the show. So, how you been? Same old shit, different day. So, uh, yeah, so do you have a good story of, you know, something that you guys experienced? Well, like, one thing I think of is we booked a show once in New Bedford at, like, a a fisherman's club. Yeah. Where it's just, like, we were surprised to get booked there because it's, you know, it's just a lot of gristled old Portuguese fishermen. Yeah. And but they, they said they had kind of been doing shows and so we were we were excited. We had just gotten shirts like new shirts printed and we you know, we were trying to get everybody excited to go and we uh I was like like going up the street and I'm like like two minutes away from the place and Mike, our bass player, calls me because he was the one who had contacted them. And he's like, uh, we have a problem. I'm like, all right, well, I'll be there in like two minutes. And what the problem was, was that the lady he talked to, who was booking stuff, got fired for embezzling money from the club. <laughs> and basically everyone got fired. And yeah. like, nobody told us. Like, so we showed up and the guy was like, yeah, we, we had to. We had to fire them because they like were stealing a bunch of money from us. I was like, so we we literally showed up at at the venue to yeah. find out that we had nothing going on. That sucks. <laughs> it was one. It was one of many times where we just like just you just kind of you're all excited, you're pumped up, yeah. And then you get there and you're like, what the fuck just happened? Yep. You know? I hear but We we had, we had another instance similar to that over the summer when we were on tour. Yeah. And we were going to finish off in Providence. Yeah, cool. But uh, the, the band we were playing with in Brooklyn, like I was from Brooklyn, uh, this band called Grass. Yeah. Uh, we played with them in Brooklyn. And then we played with them in New Jersey at that very sweaty, swampy place. <laughs> the place Chris and hated, then, yeah. Then they were going to drive down to Providence to, to finish it off. And we, you know, I, I had been on contact. It was it was kind of like a DIY spot. Somebody had just told me to hit them up. And the uh, 
running it like I didn't hear from her for like a couple days before the show. But I was like, oh, you know, it's probably all right. Yeah. But we we get to we get to Rhode Island and uh there was nobody there. Like the <laughs> other the other bands were like in the parking lot waiting and we're just kind of hanging out. And I'm still like messaging the girl, messaging her. All of a sudden I get like a message back that says, "Hey, uh I had to leave the state, trouble with the cops, the show's off. <laughs> wow. The day of? <laughs> yeah. The, we, we were, yeah, we were sitting in the parking lot waiting for her so we could play the show. And that's when I got the message. And our, our poor new friends drove all the way down from Brooklyn. Yeah. And like, in like 110 degree heat, in a van with no AC, oh. they just like. <laughs> God, that <laughs> felt... sucks. We felt so bad. It was just the kind of situation where, when you're in it, you you're shocked. Like we felt so bad because you know they came. They literally drove down for nothing. Yeah, that blows. But I mean, you know, afterwards we we've been able to laugh about it with them. And yeah. Kind of, but. It, it's like both situations is the kind of thing where you it's a good lesson of like really know who you're booking a show with yeah and if you're not hearing from them then something is definitely up yeah it sounds that way and it's it's probably best to just call it because yeah it's always it's always a fucking bust yeah, no, I hear that. So we had a band uh, called Orchid Asylum. We played out twice. And the first time, the first show we had was at a place in Fairhaven. I'm not even sure the name of it. But we opened up for uh, Sex Coffee. So uh, yeah. we have, um, you know, mutual friends with them. A girl that used to, like, help us promote the band online helped them, like, promote their band and shit. So, she, you know, said, hey, you know, I can hook you guys up with a show and you and we could, you know, you guys can get something going. This is great. So, we're like, all right, well, they're, they're a popular band. So, even if people are showing up early to see them, they'll come walking in and we'll be playing. That was, like, our <laughs> hope for the best situation yeah. was people will be coming in and we'll be playing. Because we knew there wasn't going to be too many people showing up to see us. We had made some demos and shit, but we didn't really have anything. To, we didn't have any fans to speak of. So, uh, anyhow, so we played to, you know, our friends. It was next to nobody yeah. there. And then they played to almost the same crowd. And I was like, this isn't... This doesn't seem right. It doesn't make any sense because they have a good following. We expected the place to be packed. Yeah. Uh, but little did we know, we uh, had picked a night to play that there was some kind of metal festival going on in New Bedford that same night. <laughs> so there was... There was... Everybody that would have been there was not there. They were all, yeah. Everybody was at, you know, wherever this festival was being held. The uh, the other time we played out was when um, we opened up for Chris's old band, and it was another guy, Hammond Reed. I don't know if, oh yeah, 
Jeff. I, I don't yeah. remember his last name, but um, yeah, Jeff Andrews. Yeah, so we opened up for uh, we opened up, and then I think Jeff played, and then um, Chris's old band played Last Eclipse, and that was a similar situation where there was really nobody in the place, and we were handing out demos. But the most enthusiastic person in the place while we were playing was Chris, so that was really yeah. good because <laughs> he's the one that contacted us through MySpace and said. Uh, hey, you guys want to open up for us? So we jumped. <laughs> we jumped at the opportunity nice. to do that with a real band, you know. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your uh, the new record. Pretty excited. Oh my god, it's, it's it's driving me it's driving me insane. I've never been good at waiting. Like before yeah. before we before we were on the label, every every album we made, like as soon as I got the finished product. I put it right up on Bandcamp. Yeah. Because I didn't I didn't want to wait and with the last album we had to wait. It was done in like May or June and we didn't get to release it until like uh, until January. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to me. No problem, dude. And uh yeah, hopefully I'll we'll we can all hang out at some point soon. I'd love to go see you guys play. Yeah, man. When when all this comes down, we'll do the podcast. And if like, you know, you know, anywhere on the Cape for us to play, just like, or even like any bands over there or anybody to talk to, just let me know. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to find bands in the area too. All right, man. All right, man. Take it easy. I'll uh, I'll talk to you soon. All right, dude. Have a good one. All right. Take see ya. So I don't know if you have any stories from when you performed live or you had any experience recording. I got one for you. It's it's it's, it's definitely studio oriented. It's like literally like from like almost from not day one of when I started the studio, but I'll call it like project number one. Like I'm finally going. All right, this yeah. I'm Elm Street Studios. I'm gonna bring a client in. I'm gonna do this thing and. Yeah, so I have a story about that, which is, yeah, if if it can go wrong, it went wrong. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's hear it. <laughs> so this was a tale. <laughs> um, I want to say I can't even do the math right now about how long ago that was because uh, what are we in twenty? So it had to been about eight years ago or so, something okay. like that. Um, so I, I had built. And then the original studio, you know, in the old house, the original studio. I had the studio all built up. I had done a bunch of, you know, what I call test runs. Basically, I wrote a bunch of songs, like, with fake, like, as fake bands, just to kind of, you know, work all the bugs out. Let's see how everything sounds. Let's see how everything works. Let's get everything going. And uh, I finally am at the point, okay, I'm going to bring in. I'm bringing in my first a band. I'm bringing a band in. Yeah. Uh, friends of mine, um, they used to be called Weld Square, all the okay. Bedford guys. Um, I actually still, to this day, work with the singer of that band, Joey. Um, he still makes music and everything like that. It's more like a solo career for him now. But yeah. But anyway, so, um, so they come in, and, and, you know, like a typical... Uh, you know, if you've ever been to the studio, you know, and you, if, if you're going in for like a bigger project, so they were coming in doing, I think we were doing like a six song, like a 
not like yeah. a full length album, but you know, it was a we're doing six songs. Yeah. But so I had him come down on I want to say like a Thursday night. Get the drums down there. Yeah. Because um, like standard issue when you're going to do a bigger project, at least from my experience, even going to other studios, you yeah. always want to get the drum kit in the room, let it get acclimated to the room, give it a day. Yeah. Right. Get the you know get everything mic'd up, get all your sounds, get everything going, so that way the next day when you start recording, you can just kind of come in and go. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no there's no that dead time of sitting around waiting. So here I am being super proactive <laughs> we're you know we're in here we get everything mic'd up we're getting going you know and this is the first time like i said you know now it's not like just me and like a couple of dudes i play with doing this yeah i'm the guy in charge everyone's yeah. looking to me for answers everyone wants <laughs> you know and, and and you know everything's going fine we get everything mic'd up actually that the night went smooth everything drums sound nice and big everyone's happy with everything all right cool we'll come back tomorrow and let's start recording all right so friday so friday i get out of work i meet everybody at the house all right we're gonna get going nothing works (laughs) i got nothing not a sound not a signal not a you know here i am (sighs) What do I, you know what I mean? Like, what am I supposed to tell you? Yeah. And I can't even, I can't for the life of me figure out why. I mean, everything's plugged in the same way it was the yeah. before. Everything's. So I learned a very valuable lesson. I was also, by the way, new to Mac. Oh, okay. Well, Mac has this thing where it's automatically updates. Well, I guess that was the night there was an update to the Mac operating system. And when it updated, it updated to a version that my interface for the studio, the thing that controls everything, yeah. wasn't was not compatible. <laughs> oh no! Like, you know, and I'm going on now. I'm going online and trying to Google. I'm trying to search. You know, and, and they, you know, the guys were super patient because you know, like I said, we were there the night before everything worked. So it's not like there was nothing like I did. It's just, yeah. okay. You know, it was huh. like, but it took like two hours to finally figure out. This is what's, this is the problem. You know what I mean? Oh, like these Jesus. two, these two pieces of technology are just not talking to each other. So, uh, so I go through all that, call a couple of friends and, you know, buddies of mine who are in the business and do this stuff. And I'm talking to them like, Hey, I'm like 100% dead in the water <laughs> with a band at my house, drums mic'd up, like, ready wow. to go. Um, do some quick searching, find another company that actually already has the software updates to be compatible with the new updates. Of Matt. Um, by the way, I, you know, as much as I do the studio stuff, my computer terminology might be awful. I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm the same uh, way, yeah. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> um so, you know, it's already Friday night at like 8.30. There's no uh-huh. running to Guitar Center right now to do yeah, right. anything. So, and no, typically I do work Saturdays and everything like that. So I I call out of work the next day. <laughs> yeah. So I, can, so I can run to Guitar Center and go 
purchase this new interface, you know, because yeah. this is what I need, you know. Yeah, you obviously I'm need doing, it, yeah. I'm doing nothing without without this piece of equipment working, basically, which was a bummer because everything I already owned was brand new. Oh, yeah, you just started. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had, you know, I already had this nice, and, and, you know, and it's not like I bought, like, a, it wasn't a, a crappy brand or a bad brand. I guess it really just comes down to certain companies, I guess, keep more up to pace. Like I said, I have now learned. Yeah. I've now learned certain companies are way more on top of their ability to keep up with the Mac process. So, um, a buddy of mine turns me on to this company, uh, Personas, okay. who actually still to this day use a much newer version of that yeah. thing, you know, eight years ago. So I buy that unit, which hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bring it home, get it all plugged in, uh, you know, and it's one of them things. I plug it in, and like anything new and electronic, you plug it in. Would you like to install the updates? Yeah. I don't I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Should I? Uh, but, uh, no, so luckily, yeah, so it installed the updates. Uh, <laughs> that got me out of the water uh, for that particular moment. So that, you know, saved the day. It turned my very first, you know, granted I've never, I'm, I'm not one, I'm not really doing the recording thing because I'm trying to, uh, you know, retire on the uh, Caribbean islands of it. Yeah. But when you want to talk about taking a hit on your very, very first <laughs> venture. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're. I'm already in the hole for all of the other equipment involving, yeah. you know, having a studio, you know what I mean? And I think I only charged them like, couple hundred bucks i think to do the six songs it was yeah. you know it was like like i said they're buddies of mine you know whatever it's you know this is like my first kind of run yeah. like i don't know guys give me a couple hundred bucks it'll all be good yeah yeah so that covers nothing i just put <laughs> that money on fire basically <laughs> yeah oh geez uh, but <clears throat> um yeah so i mean so uh, i guess the moral of the story you know uh, to anybody who uses mac and i'm sure Anybody who's been doing it, yeah. Anybody who's been doing it for more than six months probably already know has <laughs> learned this, uh, learned this golden rule. But um, always turn those automatic updates off because basically the way Map works, from what I've learned, you know, like nobody can, you can, a Map can't have a virus, like it, yeah. Well, because Mac doesn't let anybody else's software talk to their software. <laughs> and, and that's what prevents, you know, it's a, it, their, the communication has to be approved. Yeah. Uh, again, I'm not a big computer, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, you know, lingo guy, but yeah. So it's basically like talking French and English to each other. You, yeah, right. you need somebody in the middle to translate every now and then. I think about it now, and like it does, it always makes me laugh now. Like, yeah, you know, and especially things like that, like you know, like a gremlin, you'll call it. You know what I mean? Uh, still to this day, it can happen. I can do the same thing a hundred times, the hundred and first time for some reason. Yeah, something just doesn't work, you know. And yeah, well, it's it reminds me a lot of when I went to your house and talked to you. 
Yes. We had the, we had thirty minutes of. The, I, I partially thought about telling this as my story. By the way, <laughs> that that would have been great. Yeah, no, that's that's my very relatable story, and it just so happens it was with you where we had that whatever freaking bu- button it is. It says. You know, it says two main mix, and it says USB, then it says slash two track. Yeah. That button, and it's funny, that button had to be up. And even in my notebook, I wrote that in the front of the notebook of, like, just a couple of settings so I wouldn't forget things that I just was too confident to double check. And I didn't check it, and it was down. And we had 30 minutes of... Awesome. The best conversation I've ever had with somebody... Uh, especially somebody I don't even like we don't know each other especially at that point we didn't know each other we just yeah. we have a couple acquaintances we told you know we talked a little bit before we got going but it was I, I, 30 I, minutes I of the best day, <laughs> I to this day tell people about the lost 30 minutes of that interview and how it was just so good <laughs> it was great I'm like what and I remember thinking that too cause Scooby had to go out he was, you know, kind of scratching at the door, and you were, you were yeah. like, oh, can we just pause for a minute? I said, yeah, let's, let's I'll stop it for now, and yeah. you, you can let Scooby <laughs> out. We'll t- you know, I'll just I'll just review this real quick just to make sure it sounds okay. Yep. And it's just dead silence. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, Shit. You're like, hey, send that to me. Send that to me. That, that, it can't be gone. What the hell? And, you know, I email yeah. it to you. You're like, yeah, there's nothing there. It's like a, a dead file of nothing. It, it, you know, that's unfortunately, like I said, you know, to this day, it's, you know, like I said, I can have something, I can take a cable, plug it in here, run it to where it goes every day. There'll be one time where all of a sudden, nope, well, that cable don't work today. Okay. Yeah. And like, I've had that plenty of times. I'll take a cable and go, all right, well, hey, cable's junk. All right. They, they crap out. I've got all these testers. I've got all these things. I'll plug everything in. Oh, everything's fine. Quit. <laughs> all right, I'll change the cable out. No big deal. Whatever. Next time I go to do something, like, you know, let me check this cable that was no good. Oh, no, it works fine. Yeah. Yeah, cables love that. Yeah. yeah it's just, yeah. But. Yeah. We, uh... I've, had, I've had amps do that to me before. I'd get everything all set up, have somebody come in to play, they hit one note, and just, yeah. Yep. I'm like, all right, well, that's weird, all right. Yeah, go I drop it off. Go drop it off to be fixed. I get a call like three days later. The guy's like, I don't know, man. I've been wailing on this thing for three days. It hasn't cut out on me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that sounds about right. It's the strangest thing. Yeah, I played in high school. We had a jazz rock ensemble playing like old like Chicago songs and stuff. And I have an amp that I, I still have it. It's a PV Bandit 112. I mean... Oh, yeah. It's pretty beat now, but it was fairly new at the time. It was like, yep. you know, Christmas gift senior year, uh, you know, my parents gave it to me. And, uh, you know, uh, so we go and perform at the end of the school year, all the songs you learn. So I'm like, I'm going to bring my amp because I want to, you know, yeah. I want to sound good. This is the big show. Went and plugged it in, you know, started playing that first you know, you hit your first chord and you stop playing, and it was crackled and completely cut out. It has a like a high input and a low input, and the high input just totally shit the bed the second I started playing in in front of 
you know, the Westport High School auditorium full of yeah. people. And you kind of just do the move where you slip back yeah. and just switch inputs. <laughs> oh, it works now. Okay. But it was, uh, uh, and yeah, that, that was like, you know, I did that for three years, that that same class and every every year something went wrong you know not, not with an amp but i mean even going back like uh i, I think I, I i mentioned this like when we talked in rgb before i play i grew up i played cello forever yeah right the funny thing is so i went on you know we'd always do um it's like it was like the new bedford orchestra what a youth orchestra whatever the heck it was called back i don't know back then and every year we did Faneuil Hall for Christmas. Nice. I went to Faneuil Hall every year for about six years. Every year for six years, something happened to my cello on the way. <laughs> Shit, every time. Not once did I actually play <laughs> Really? <laughs> what? Well, yeah, like, yeah, I want to say, yeah, six years in a row, I went to Faneuil Hall, we went on the bus, we went on something. One year, one of the tuning, pe- one of the pegs for the, you know, the yeah. tuning key, snapped off in the case under the bus. One year, the whole freaking cello got crushed. One year, it wasn't even on the bus. Oh, I mean, it got to the point. Even the, uh, you know, the instructor was like, I, I want to say it was like, you know, the after the third or fourth time, you know, we'd show up. They're like, you just want your meal pass so you can hang out and watch. Or like, yeah, yes. I mean, wow. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I think the only, I think the only Christmas concert I ever successfully was able to play was we did one at the um, the school department. Now is where they hold that. Oh, right. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they do it any, but I remember they used to do same kind of thing. They did like, you know, they wouldn't do all the elementary kids didn't do like con- like a concert in the in all the yeah. different elementary schools. They just did one big one. Yeah, you know, all right. <laughs> I get to do that one, which you know, whatever. But I mean, it was kind of nice going to the Faneuil Hall thing, and you know, cool. Right, <laughs> Six years, no stress. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's crazy. Well, you want so another tragic story. So imagine this: being a band, you put an album out, and the whole year gets canceled. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I, ju- I just talked to, like I said, I talked to John, and they're halfway through recording the, a CD. The, you know, the, the popular meme, 2020 is going to be my year, you know. Uh, you know, but 2020 actually, for me, had a lot going on. I'm supposed to be getting married. We had this album coming out. We actually were in talks with a record label. Yeah. We had a ton of shows getting set up and booked. Damn. And then February happened. And <laughs> yeah. rolling into May tomorrow. Yeah, and uh. it's like, okay, uh, yeah, you know, we had this big album release. We had an album release set up. No, no, that's not happening. All the shows get canceled. We did put out a music video a couple days ago. Yeah, I saw that. So that's why I don't know if you saw it. I just told everybody, I'm like, just take your cell phone and film yourself playing this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it, you know, it was a lot of fun. Um, like if you if you watch that video, and you never and you had never met any of us before, um, and then you met us, it yeah. would you'd be like, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, got it. 
Is the video uh, like available somewhere? Is it on like YouTube or is it on? Facebook? It's on YouTube. It's okay, on cool. uh, you know the Facebook and all that. You know. All right, man. Thanks a lot. All right, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right. See you. Bye. there you have it uh some odd tales from some odd people both high and heavy and varsity club are on Bandcamp, where you can purchase their merch and their albums elm street studios is located in westport massachusetts and you can check all of this out on facebook and instagram and the world wide web follow this podcast if you like i try to update the instagram and facebook regularly Um, Join the Facebook group to get updates for everyone that has been on the show. I want a big thank you to uh, John and Lenny for being on the show. Thank you for listening. Stay inspired. Stay healthy. And most of all, stay odd.